Welcome back to another episode of Your Success at Last DNA from YourSuccessAtLast.com. Yet DNA, doing those daily needed actions, those daily needed attitude adjustments, that motivational oomph that you need every single day. Those core inspirational building blocks are going to help you get what you need to get done, done. Once again, I'm Tracy Ace Brinkman, Sergeant Major Motivation. So, okay, so it's it's installment three. Monday was the intro to I Can't, and we talked about what I Can't really means inside. Uh, yesterday, I shared how everyone has an I Can't response, an automatic response. Uh, for some, those responses are hair triggers, and others, it takes a lot more pressure uh, to get it. But the, uh, the key was we all have it. On top of that, I... Uh, chatted a bit about how commercial media and social media is helping make that hair trigger far more prevalent in more and more of us every single day and most often it's quite unconscious so okay uh, you're sitting there probably going okay okay Tracy I get it I get it you've held me in suspense for two days how can I fix my I can't and I know you're not going to say, I can't fix it, <laughs> right? Well, you're right. I'm not going to tell you that. Today, we're going to talk about how you can change your trigger, change your mind, and improve your I can attitude, and thus improve your life. Now, of course, before we head down that road, we're going to talk about today's question. And the question is, what do you want or what do you need to change? So, you know, we start the week off with how do you feel, how do you want to feel. Of course, part of that would be, could possibly be how you want to go from where you're feeling to where you want to feel. Uh, that's what you want or need to change. How are you using your talents is what I asked yesterday. And if you're not using your talents in a uh, an effective and efficient and uh, amenable way, a way that's going to help you improve your life, help you get the life that you dream, desire, and deserve, and that's something you want or need to change. Uh, tomorrow's question is, what do you really want? And uh, once you know what you want, what are you going to need to change to get there? You know, so today, pause to think, what do you want to or need to change in your life, in your financial life, in your career, in your spiritual life, in any of your relationships with your parents, with your siblings, with your children, with your friends, with your co-workers, right? What do you want or what do you need to change? Do you need to change the sensitivity of your I can't hair trigger that I've been talking about? God knows there are times and, and areas in my life that I definitely had to and I did. So that's why I want to share with you. Because, you know, we, I shared with you all about the commercial media and the social media. Uh, so the question becomes, what can you do to change your mind? And here's where the mind games kind of begin. You've convinced yourself and you've probably convinced anyone that's willing to listen and probably a few that weren't willing to listen, but you made them listen anyway. You've convinced yourself that you can't do whatever it is you need to do for your success. You just can't do it. Yet, you know, in the back of your mind, you still have that desire, that passion, that little flame burning inside of you, but you're just too dang afraid to go after your dream. It could be, and the reasons could be, I don't know, 
a myriad of reasons. Perhaps you've had one too many disappointments and you just don't want to experience another one. I get that. Um, maybe you're just physically tired of trying. All right. Well, I, I think we've all reached that point one time or another in our lives. Uh, maybe you think the competition, right? Oh my God, it's the Red Sea. Have you ever heard the story of the Red Sea and the Blue Sea? And the, the Red Sea is where the crazy, the competition is crazy. And the Blue Sea is where there's calm, open waters and the competition is so much. So maybe you're thinking that competition is just too great and you'd rather stop now and avoid embarrassment later on. See, here's the thing. Whatever your reason for your latest I can't attitude, the reasons why that you can still remain strong. They're still flickering in the back of your head. And if you're the kind of person that listens to the show, and obviously you are because we are almost five minutes into the show and you're still listening, let me give you a few actions that you can take to help foster your I can attitude, help change that negative I can't into an I can. All right. Uh, five of them here for you. The first one is avoid exposure to negative images. And images come in all forms, right? As much as you're able to do that, if if you're experiencing something, you're doing something, you're reading something, you're watching something, you're seeing something, and your mood plummets, perhaps you should stop doing it. I mean, if your mood plummets, when you see that perfectly airbrushed body we talked about on the cover of Sports Illustrated, maybe you should, shouldn't look at Sports Illustrated, right? Find another magazine. Maybe you're looking at one of those, uh, um, one of those ladies magazines where all the ladies in there are all like prim and prepped and airbrushed and perfect in every single way. And it just kind of bums you out. Maybe it even just pisses you off, right? I, I would say pick another magazine. Find something else to read. If you're reading a book, and in the book, the characters are involved in an abusive relationship, and that's just turning your stomach, put the dang book down. It's that easy. Pick up a book that you will enjoy reading of relationships succeeding, or at least um, relationships being healthy, <laughs> whatever that means for you in your world, right? All right, next, pull out your action plan and examine your your goals. You you have an action plan, right? You, you know, I talk about it all the time. You've written your goals down, right? Yeah, I'm going to nod my head for you. So, and if you haven't, do it, okay? We'll talk about that more on another episode. Um, pull out your action plan and examine your goals. Are they realistic? Hmm? Have they changed since the last time you wrote them down? It, 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 hey, life is fluid. You're not the same person today that you were four years ago uh, or a year ago, maybe even six months ago. I know I've changed some over the past 12 months. And trust me, okay, um, if I wrote a goal down five years ago, I might not want to do that goal now. Okay, so are they, and here's another thing, are they actually your goals? Or are you trying to live up to the expectations of your parents, your boss, your siblings, the Joneses next door. Yeah, are you trying to? Are you trying to? You know, make the Joneses, you know, just kind of live up to their expectations? No, no. I want you to live your heck. You want you to live your goals. That's the only way you're going to be happy and fulfilled. Okay. Examine the strategy that you have written down to achieve those goals. Hmm? Is it still valid? Inside of that, one of the things I talk about in my goal setting program is uh, the um, the mastermind. 
you know, having a Huantu crew, folks that can help you with areas that, uh, that help you get where you're going. I mean, no one achieves a goal of any significance without the assistance of other people. So the question becomes, can you delegate any of this work, any of the work that you need to do along your strategy to reach your goal to other people? And don't just go out there to them and say, hey, can you do this for me? Find a way to do for them, right? Give of your heart, give of your soul, and they're going to want to help you in return. And but here's the catch-22. Don't do it just so that they're going to offer to help you. Do it out of the kindness of your heart, and it'll come back to you tenfold, all right? The next one is, ask yourself this question. Here you go. I know I'm always asking questions. I think questions are the secret of life, right? Um, what are you lacking in your life? Hmm? That's a great question. I might, I might have to throw that one in there every once in a while. So if you answer the question, what are you lacking in your life? The next question becomes, how do you fix it? There you go. What do you want or need to change, right? What are you lacking in your life? And then how do you fix it? And once you have that answer, write down a couple of short-term goals. You know, break those down into even smaller goals, into baby steps, you know, into simple to-dos that you can get done every today, all right? And then make your goals achievable. Breaking it down does that. All right. And then lastly, support groups. I just got finished mentioning Mastermind. Um, share your concerns with a support group. And support groups come in all shapes and sizes. Whether you're wanting to start a business and there are a pant load of uh, entrepreneurial meetups uh, across the nation, across the world, go to meetup.com, look for some in your area, and go go rub elbows with these people. Share your concerns and determine if your chosen support group can give you what you need. And if you don't want to go meet them live, go to Facebook. The groups in Facebook are just phenomenal. And if you don't think they're going to be out there for your niche, let me tell you. Remember I mentioned uh, just the other day, was it yesterday, about I'm doing, I'm making this Wolverine cowl out of this Pepecura, which is basically uh, paper modeling, okay? And you'd think, well, gosh, how much of that is going on in the world, right? It's not mainstream. You don't see it in the stores or anything like that. There's a bunch of people out there, and I come to realize that. And I found this great group on Facebook, and these are folks that are out there creating their own designs, designing it in the software, and then saying, oh, here's the design. Here's what I made. And by the way, here's the file. You can use it as much as you want to for free, right on. And then they'll give you great ideas and great tips on how to do it and what uh, what type of uh, products to use to get the best results. It, it's awesome. So trust me, there'll be a support group out there for your niche, whatever it is. And then once you've identified whatever area that you feel that you need or just want the support in, whether it's improvement or fixing, all right, Make it that your focus with the next few action steps that you take in your quest, in your success atlas, in your road to success. Now, there are going to be times when you need a little bit more. And if after reviewing your plans, you discover that there is a stumbling block, a bumbling block, a hiccup on the road um, along your success atlas, your road to success, and it's simply that you need to, I don't know, learn a new skill. Hmm? then your path is really straightforward once again. Simply determine it, what it is that you need to learn and then take action. What's that action going to be? <clears throat> go learn it. Get a book. Go online. Go down to Barnes & Noble and walk in there and buy the book and read it. Bam, there it is. Or heck, go to Amazon. I guarantee you, if you can't find it in Barnes & Noble, you will find it on Amazon. There's books about everything out there. 
So you see, the steps to success now seem far more achievable and far less complicated. I need to learn something. All right, well, go learn it. See, isolate, here's the key. Isolate what needs to be done. Isolate the time that you need to do it and the resources that you're going to require to get it done. And then just, gosh darn well, go after it. See, to give up now cannot even be considered. As the, the gentleman in, in, in Apollo 13 said, failure is not an option. And, okay, I can hear some folks out there saying, okay, well, you know, I just don't have the money to do it. And if financial resources are an issue, I want you to dig down and look at what's really available. Can you save the funds that are needed? Can you push back your goal just long enough to raise the funds that you need? Here's an even better alternative. Is there a less expensive alternative that's just as good? See, I'll give you a perfect example. When I first started doing this podcast... Um, you, you, I had um, no software. I had the standard headset that you would get from, you know, uh, Logitech, and my voice. That's it. And a room. Over the course of time, I found free software like Audacity, perfectly free, and it allows you to get rid of background noise and give it a little more bass and give it a little more treble so it sounded a little better. So I was able to elevate my game. And then I finally saved up the money and I bought a nicer microphone. I was able to elevate my game. And it wasn't an expensive microphone. It was probably all of 60 bucks. But I took a while to buy it because I wanted to save the money. There's, so the question becomes, is there less expense options? Here's the thing. Any strategy that you pick is a far better alternative than just quitting, right? Than just saying, I can't. So learn what it is that you need to do. Learn what it is you need to know. And then implement it. I don't care what it is. There, so basically, if you think about it, if you step back, right, and look at this from the big picture, I've only actually given you two steps. There are actually only two steps I've given you, and they work in tandem with each other, okay? Yeah, you're going to need to learn things. You're going to need to learn all is you need to know about your chosen subject, whatever it is. Being a better father, being a better spouse, being a better worker, being a better speaker, whatever it is. But it does no good to have that knowledge just rattling around in your head. You must do something with the knowledge in order to make yourself successful with that knowledge. See, here's the thing. On every college campus, right, there are quote-unquote career students. They study for years and years and years on end in the hopes of earning every possible degree. Okay, that's fine. More power to them. My question would become, are they really using their knowledge wisely? Or is it possible that they're staying in school because they don't think they could be successful in their chosen career? I'm just asking. I'm just asking. The same holds true for people um, uh, that want to start an internet business. We hear all the time. You see the ads on Facebook and everywhere around the internet. Oh, start this great thing. You see all the hype that tells us how easy it is to start to earn money from home. There are thousands of gurus out there who are willing to charge you small to even hefty sums of money to teach you as the student how to find that quote unquote easy money, right? You can pay millions of dollars for all this training. Okay, go ahead and do that. But will you make that money back? What's the next step after learning that all these internet marketing strategies have in common? I don't care whether you paid $5, $47, or $1,047,000 to get the knowledge. The next thing they're going to tell you to do is take action.
There it is. Learning is wonderful, but you're going to have to put that knowledge into action in order to reap the rewards of what it is you're learning. End of story. Sure, I get it. It's risky, all right? But what's riskier? Yeah, riskier is not taking any action. There you go. Taking the first step towards your success, towards your dream, towards your desires, towards the life that you want can be enough just to give you that I can attitude right back again, right? Having that I can attitude supports the notion that there's always, always something that you can do when you reach an obstacle, right? And it's going to happen. You're going to come around that bend in the road feeling good, man, I just did that. I did that report. I made that first sale and bam, an obstacle. It's just a matter of time. But your I can attitude from that last success is going to keep you going after your goal again and again and again and again. Here it is. Once you change your attitude, right, from the I can't, that one of resignation, to I can, one of hope and confidence, your battle is half won. Keeping a positive attitude in your business life, your relationships, your personal life, your financial world, your career, yeah, it can be difficult. Very often, it's just a mind game. It's a test of wills. Will you say you can or will you say you can't? There are countless stories of people who quit just minutes, just hours or days before their entire dream would have been realized, before they would have realized the success they had worked for for months, even years. They put two or three, five or ten years into building the dream. Then they quit just short of the finish line. I've seen it time again. You just want to kick people in the, in the rear for it, right? For example, there are many potential business owners who never take, the, take that leap of faith to start their own business. Instead, they sit there and say, man, I got this great idea. And they daydream. Maybe even they, they learn a little bit more about it and they fine tune the idea even more. And they daydream about what it would be like to be their own boss, to have a, a thriving business. But they never, ever fully realize their potential because they don't take action. That's the result of I can't. After all, I mean, they're going to tell you it's, it's far easier to daydream than it is to take action. I get it. Taking action isn't always easy, but if your outlook is positive and you continue to believe in your abilities, the abilities that got you to where you are right now, listen to this podcast today, then your journey becomes far easier and far more within reach and you can see it, you can taste it, you can feel it, right? Yeah, right? So by continuing to develop, develop your skills and pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, it, it, you'll be consistently, continually challenging yourself. And that challenge is a good thing, right? It's going to foster that I can attitude because once you meet the first challenge successfully, I don't care how many times you tripped and fell and busted your nose open on the ground. You stood up, you said, you know what? I can still do this, right? And you keep going forward. Once you successfully achieve that first challenge, working to meet the next one becomes far easier. Let me give you a couple of tips to help you keep, you know, maybe maybe discover, but certainly to keep your positive attitude. And some of these you've heard before, so bear with me. The first one is my favorite, be thankful. Rather than always seeing all the negative parts of a situation, take a minute and think about some of the positive benefits. 
I get it. I know, you, Tracy, there's no way this is positive, right? I'm in the middle of a divorce. My whole world's falling apart. The guy didn't do this. He said he was going to pay that. Now it's gone. Ugh. Even if you're in the midst of a struggle and you're all stressed out about a particular situation, step back, take a moment, and notice the nice weather. Hmm? Notice the loved one sitting next to you. How about your good health? How about your children? The job that you go to every day that helps you pay your bills. How about the young lady that was that you bought those, I don't know, those Girl Scout cookies from and that beautiful smile she gave you? Yeah, be thankful. Life is good. I get it. Life can it can be can, life can be challenging. Yeah, but life is good. But sometimes we forget this fact that life is good, and we focus so intensely on the stressors. Right. Be thankful. Now, next one is be flexible. Routines are great. I personally love routines. My mind works on it in a structure. Kachunka, 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 kachunka. Especially at work. I love routines at work. Going in there, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that, and I'm going to do this. Huh? Routines are great for improving productivity. But, but, to avoid unnecessary stress, be flexible. If you learn to be flexible when complications arise, you're going to avoid a whole lot of heartache and a whole lot of stress. Take a couple of deep breaths. Go with the flow. All right? Something's really getting you out, getting you all cranked up. Something's really not turning out the way you expected. Take a break. Take a couple more breaths and focus your efforts on another project for a little bit and then come back and with fresh eyes and say, all right, how can I get over this obstacle? I'm going to through, around, and fix this. All right? Now, Number three, you heard me mention a couple of times over the past two weeks, journal your thoughts. Yeah, Personal journals can really help you sort out your feelings and help you relieve stress. This gives you a, a shoulder to, to cry on, a shoulder to yell at, someone that's not going to yell back. If you're upset with someone, write out your feelings in your journal. This can be a really cathartic experience as you get all those feelings out. All right, And you can journal for your business too. Yeah. Frustrations with a client, ideas. Ideas are great, right? So many things can become trivial when they when they're stressors. After you sit down and you write them out and you get those frustrations out on paper, okay, write in big letters, dig the pen into the paper, whatever it takes, all right. And then coming back to ideas, here's a great thing: if you get an idea, write it down. Get another idea, write it down. Here's what I find: is the more often you write those ideas down, as soon as you get them. Yeah, right. You're telling your head, you're telling your mind, I like getting ideas. Keep giving them to me. I'm paying attention to your ideas. The more you write them down, the more ideas you're going to get. And the more ideas you have, the more solutions you're going to have to the problems that are around you. All right? Or the problems you may not even be aware of yet. Yeah, this is a real key. Okay? That was bonus material right there for you. And the last one here, I almost don't want to give it, but it does have its place. Uh, personal mantras and affirmations. I reluctantly speak about this on occasion because uh, so many people out there uh, use positive affirmations and affirmations only. Yeah, don't do that. Right? Uh, do keep your favorite quotes around you in your office, uh, up, you know, up on the window where you sh uh, the window, up on the mirror where you shave or do your makeup, whatever it is, wherever it's noticeable, and you're gonna see it. Okay? Uh, and remember that quote throughout the day. And whenever you're feeling that your blood pressure rising, focus on the affirmation. Take a deep breath. 
Walk away from your desk. Walk away from the kitchen counter. Take a little stroll. Enjoy the sunshine. Be thankful. All right? And then say your mantra. Say your affirmations. But don't rely on just them. Okay? And that's why that's why I avoid using them. Because some people say, well, if I say things like, I know I can, I know I can, I know I can, I know I can, and you don't do anything, guess what? You, you, you didn't. So, anyway. So, if you have dreams that you'd like to reach, you know, we all have dreams. You have dreams, right? I do. You have dreams, desires, and goals, right? Then you, my friend, have every right to reach it. And you have every right to go for it. And no one on this planet has the right to take you away from realizing dreams, from realizing your goals, from living the life that you desire. Not even you have that right to keep yourself from your own dreams, desires, and goals. So changing your negative mindset into a positive one, yeah, not going to happen overnight. Sorry, I just got to be real with you. That's the facts. But if you work through these ideas one at a time, You'll wake up in the morning feeling a, a little bit more confident one morning, a little bit more confident the next morning, and w one morning, really soon, heck, it may even be tomorrow, you can pop up out of bed and say, I can. And you know what? You will. Trust me. And I think, I'll close out with this, I think Zig Ziglar said it best uh, at a seminar I was at many, many moons ago, God rest his soul, uh, when he said, you can do, you can't do anything with a positive attitude but you can do everything a whole lot better with a positive attitude than with a negative one ladies and gentlemen uh, i hope you enjoyed this three-part series on the uh, on attitude and shifting from i can't to i can um, tomorrow i want to share with you the power of laughter i've used it as a couple of tips in here so i thought i'd go into it a little bit deeper with you uh, the power of laughter. It's a it's a good one. Uh, until then, I'm gonna leave you leave you like I always do. Think successfully and take action. Talk to you later. Bye bye.